Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to our iBug Buzz call for Monday, May 16th of 2022. I'm Stephen Kerr. I'm going to be your facilitator for the first hour of the call. And then Sandhya Rao will take over in the second hour. We're glad you've joined us tonight as we talk about all things iOS, and that's iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple TV, the Apple Watch, and a lot of uh, apps and accessories that are related to these devices. I just want to remind you of a few things, a few guidelines before we get started. Uh, first of all, this call is being recorded. And with that in mind, we ask that you stay muted unless you're asking a question or making a comment. Please keep yourself on mute. And this is just to ensure the quality of the call. Another important note is that we don't use the raise hand feature on Zoom like many other calls do. So when you want to ask a question or make a comment, simply unmute yourself, say your name, and then wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. And that would be either me or Sandhya. Now, only the facilitators can recognize somebody that's speaking. So please wait to be recognized before you jump in. We ask that you not speak out or make exclamations while others are talking. When you want to announce yourself, just wait until there's a break in the conversation and then ask your question or uh, answer somebody's question. Now, once you've uh, asked or answered a question, please give others a chance to participate. And that's so that everyone can get an opportunity. We don't want to leave anyone out. And make sure to eliminate any background noise that you may be having. Uh, try to get in a quiet place uh, or keep yourself muted. If we have to ask you twice that you have too much interference, then we may have to remove you from the call. And we really don't want to do that. So uh, please cooperate with us on that uh, as if you can. Let me go over the ways that you can mute and unmute yourself on the various devices that you may be using. In the Zoom app on an iPhone, the mute button toggle is at the bottom left corner of the screen. Now, if you're on an iPad or other smartphone, it is at the top center of the screen. On a Windows PC, you can uh, toggle mute and unmute with the Alt-A command. If you are using a Mac, it is Command-Shift-A. Now, also on the Mac and PC, you can use the space bar as a push-to-talk function. Simply hold down the space bar, talk, then let it up again once you finish speaking, and it will put you back on mute. Now, if you're calling in on a regular phone line, you can toggle by using star six, and that does the same thing, mute and unmute. All right, well, with that out of the way, I am going to briefly turn things over to Sandhya because she has some very important events and some other announcements to tell us about. Sandhya, go ahead. All right, thank you, Stephen. Here we go, another busy week, something every day this week, okay? So here we are at the iBug Buzz for tonight for the next two hours. Tomorrow, we will be on Clubhouse from five to six. Oh, all times that I mentioned are central. So tomorrow from five to six, we'll have the Mac Buzz on Clubhouse. Then uh, that'll be all questions relating to your Mac. And then Wednesday, back on Zoom, iBug Android Insight. Come with all your questions about Android devices, Google devices, you know, the A lady, you know, we all have questions about what she can do and can't do and all that good stuff. So come with those questions to that call. That's an open Q&A from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday, the third Wednesday of this month. 
So Thursday, we have I've had Trekkie Talk, Trekkie Talk Next Generation Season 4, Episodes 16 and 17. So watch your episodes and then come and discuss them with us. And we will have some trivia and facts and discussion of the episode. So please come for that. That'll be Thursday, then Friday, Friday, Friday. I beg not at the virtual movies. You know what's going to happen. We're going to get those amazing clues from somebody we all know. And that'll be at the top of the hour for the uh big reveal for our movie and uh so once we we will do that so stick around for that at eight, at eight o'clock and let's see what else what else what else okay saturday how could i forget saturday is our ibug apple workshop it's a special one it's our 11th anniversary so we're gonna have some fun and games and entertainment and um so and then we are just really excited about it so please come and uh celebrate with us and you know you might have a little trip down memory lane and talk about all the things that have been happening and we're just so grateful so we would love for you to be a part of that so that's on saturday from two to four on zoom then what else will we be doing at that meeting we'll be uh we will be announcing the winner the winner of what you may ask it is the ibug apple drawing for 500 dollars gift card to the apple store so it is not too late. You still have time to make a donation of $10 for a ticket, $50 for six tickets. And we would appreciate your support. We are a nonprofit organization and we would uh, be grateful for any donation that you could give. And so, and you need not be present to win and the ways to make a donation are available on our website. So let's see. Oh, social media, social media. How could I forget? So our website is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. That's where all the information is about upcoming events and all the services that we provide. So check that out. Uh, definitely register. Then you'll get notifications on a regular basis of what we're doing. We have a Twitter account is at iBug today. Lots of information coming out of there. So definitely follow us on Twitter. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash iBug today. Another way to exchange information, pose your questions and help others with their questions. Okay, and then of course we have our mentoring program if you need help if you're a new user and would like to get help with your uh, iPhone, we have a program to complete the application on your on our website under the training tab and we will match up with one of our amazing advanced users, this would be a great time because we have done an amazing job of clearing up the backlog. So you will not have to wait very long to be matched up and get started unlocking the power of your iPhone. Okay, there you go, Stephen. Those are the announcements. Wow. Got to take a deep breath after that one, Sandia. Lots of great stuff coming up. Well, thank you so much. And I know you'll go over that again in the second half before we get to the movie clues. Now, before we get to what we really come here for, and that's your questions, we'd like to know a little bit more about you. We want to give everyone a chance to introduce themselves. You just tell us who you are where you're calling from. Remember, you will need to unmute yourself in order to do that. Now, if you are new to this call, we'd love to find out how you heard about iBug and what iOS devices you are using. So if you'll give us that information, that would be really great and very helpful. 
I'll get us started off. I know a lot of you came in during the announcements, so in case you didn't hear, I am Stephen Kerr, and I'm from Austin. Who would like to start the introductions? Jody from New Hampshire. Hey, Jody. Good to have you. Hi, Stephen. <clears throat> this is Herbie. Okay, Herbie Jerry and Terry, welcome to both of you. Helene from Woodstock, New York. Hi, Helene. Welcome. Vincent, New Jersey. Hey, Vincent. Hi. Dana from Cincinnati. Mr. Dana from Cincinnati. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Claudia in Houston. Hi, Claudia. Welcome. Okay, who's next? I'd like to introduce themselves. I know there's this lull because everybody's afraid they're going to talk over each other and then everybody waits and talks over each other. Who'd like to go next? Thomas in Grand Junction, Colorado. All right, welcome. Thomas. This is Kenny from Missouri. Hey, Kenny, welcome. This is Suva from Houston. Hey, Suva, welcome. Okay, anybody else like to say who they are? Well, this is Sandia in Houston. Yes, Sandia, we, we got to have you in there. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. One more go round and. All right, well, we can wait till if those of you, anybody who comes in later, we'll have another chance in the second half. All right, so let's get to your questions. And remember, there are no dumb questions. Don't be shy. If you have something about the iPhone or the iPad, iPod Touch, Apple TV, Apple Watch, any of the apps that we use with those devices, go right ahead and ask the first question. This is Helene. Hi, Helene. Go right ahead. Um, I first, before I ask the question, I want to report that Apple got in touch with me today from a case from a few months ago, March and April, if everyone remembers how they had an update and then you couldn't use between the stars and the commas, I couldn't just press on getting to iBug today um, at all because the call would get disconnected and they worked on it. And um, other people, Shri had said, and he was right, you're going to have to wait for an update. And they called to say they fixed it. If everybody goes on to 15.5, um, it was released today. And that's one of the bug fixes. Excellent. So, Excellent. Yeah. So that is great news. Good. Yeah. And the other is a question I got lost on my property. I'm trying to master O&M. And I bravely went out and so um i couldn't find how to get back to the patio and get in the house so i had to call be my eyes and the photo was very grainy and it was a little anxiety provoking but um i spoke to sandy and she said download the app ariadne gps 
And now what I would, and Jody had also spoken to me about it, but I feel like um, when I downloaded it, I was wondering if there's any help on the call to help me. How would I put in like a point of interest that's saying it's my mailbox and then I would know where to turn? Oh, okay. Which app did you say it was, Helene? I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Ariadne GPS. Ariadne GPS. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So does anybody have any familiarity with that app that might be able to help her figure that out? I admit I have not heard of it. This is Sonia. You go ahead, Sonia. Yes, um, Helene, uh, we I uh, think we did a, a Tom Frank did an awesome demo of that uh, that app. I think I'll have to go back and look. I think it's in November, maybe November, December, probably November. And it was and then, you know, the, if you're asking like about there, there are a couple of different, you know, GPS type apps like that where you can mark uh, mark your path and uh, Dana. yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Dana. Yeah. Um one your that you can uh, mark your uh, point of interest is um and i have it as um soundscape but you have to wear uh headphones or earbuds um because it it gives you um the direction of where your um point of interest is that you marked uh, in uh, like in 3D in your, you know, so that's why you have to wear earbuds with it or headphones. Um, I I don't use it a lot, but when I do, is it's great. It 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 um gives you a ping of where the, your um your um point of interest is, and uh, it doesn't announce how far away it is but it'll when you're pointing in the correct direction it'll ping and um so it's it's a very good uh soundscape so it's a, it's a very good gps right. yeah i i i thank you dana i i did put soundscape when i was out in arizona and it was a little too advanced for me um oh. i i could figure out how I'm wondering if would it work to have like the NFC, those little markers, like with the NFC, if I put it on my mailbox, would that tell me um, mailbox, like would it say, or do I have to be very close to it, to a tag holder? Jody? As I'm walking. Okay, go ahead, Jody. No, Helene, the, the, F, the uh, NFC tag is really only good if you can actually get your phone right up near the tag. I'll talk to you about it later. Okay. All right. Very good. Any other comments about Dana? Did you have something else to add? No. Okay. That's it. All right. Very good. Well, uh, this is Herbie. Go, uh, go ahead, uh, Sandia, and then I think Herbie. Yeah, just a review. I mean, I do want to mention that uh, Marion talked about the soundscape. I know you said you tried it, but if you want to hear an actual demo of that, she did that. And then Shri had done a uh, demo of something called Novelens, where you put QR codes on things and then it can see it from, 
you know, several feet away. So that's another option. And that's another uh, demo that was done. So just letting you know about those. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Herbie, go ahead. You know, the only thing that might work as a tracker per se to that you could like put on the side of your mailbox, but it wouldn't be the most reliable would be something like an air tag. You could at least it would definitely have a much better range than the uh, NFC stickers. It wouldn't be perfect, though, but it would be a better range. And it could you could also get it to give you an audible signal if you're in the area of, let's say, your mailbox. And if you can hear it, then you no, know, could be that could be something to point you. So that that's the only thing I can think of that would work as some kind of tracker like that for what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Air tags. Yeah, air tags. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all. I appreciate that. Helene, I hope that's somewhat helpful for you. Thank you for yeah. your question. It's a very it. good question. Thank you. All right. Well, let's uh, open up a new topic. Who would like to ask a new question? Jody. Go ahead, Jody. Yeah. For Helene, uh, I, can, I can also think of some uh, non- app things that I'll talk to you about in a private conversation. So there's a lot of options. But the question I have is, how do I find the iBug uh, podcasts, either on a, a podcast app or on the A-Lady? <clears throat> okay, Sandhya, you wanna? Um, this is... Oh, go ahead. This is Janet from Colorado. Go ahead, Janet. Um... You type in iBug today and you're on your uh, podcatcher of choice and you should be able to find it. Okay. Okay. Sandhya, you have anything yes. to add? Yeah, this is Sandhya. Okay, so we have a couple of different options. And so I know you said podcast, so you can like do what Janet said. You pick your app of choice, podcasting app of your choice, and then subscribe. You know, it'll... Uh, come up with the various, you know, all of our different programs are divided up now. So the Buzz, the Cafe, Android Insight, so forth. So you can subscribe to those. Uh, you can also ask the A-Lady to play them. And, you know, sometimes she's a little bit finicky about it. But And then also you can use Siri to do that. Ask her to play the latest iBug Buzz or whatever. And so that that should work. You just kind of have to practice a little bit. It may not be perfect every time. So just a little uh, there. Uh, what else? What else? We have YouTube and there all of our uh, various trainings are divided up into playlists. So you can go there and listen to them as well. And so those are, and then of course, they're all on our website and uh, they're under the podcast tab. So you can, and that okay. is searchable as well. This is, this is Jody. How do you word the search? Uh, yeah, this sudden, yeah. So there's a search bar and then you would just type in like GPS or whatever, and then it'll, it'll just go. No, no, I mean, I mean, to, to come up with a podcast, how do you word the. Oh, um, this is Janet in Colorado again. Okay, Janet. Um, I space bug today. Okay, and that would also you type be in, you type in I bug today the 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 podcast you're the name of the the podcast you're looking for. The, okay, what about what am I trying to say? Or, the, 
Yeah, you can say I bug today podcast with Siri too. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is Sandia. Go ahead, Sandia. One other correction. It's uh, I bug is all one word. So the I, one word. not that it matters, but the I is lowercase and then capital B U G. But when you, you know, type it in, it'll all be whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, one thing I would say also is like when the smart speakers, sometimes I've had to spell it out, like instead of saying play I bug buzz or whatever, I spell it play I B U G buzz. And that seems to work. So keep that in mind, especially if you're doing the smart speakers. Sometimes it is a little finicky, like she said. Thank you. All right. I hope that helps you, um, Jody. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Let's, uh, one at a time, please. Sheree, go ahead. So, Sonny, you can correct me if this if I said this incorrectly. So, on the A lady, don't we have to say play the iBug Buzz on the Apple podcast? Or can uh, you just Sonny? say? This is Sandia. I think it depends on how you have it linked. You have to have them linked to, you know, you have to have your uh, account linked to the Apple apple podcast i haven't done it in a while i'll go back and check but i know we went back and forth on this but yeah okay all right well thank you all that's very helpful let's uh, move on to a new question or a new topic who would like to go next with a different topic this is shri go ahead shri I just want to make some clarification from the cafe yesterday. There was a couple of questions and I did some research and got two okay. answers. All right. Uh, first, um, Hal asked a question about, uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Let me come back to Hal. Vincent asked the question about uh, whether we can collaborate and get notification on, uh, on pages. I was able to find out on your iPhone, you can do, uh, cl- collaborate with others and be notified when there's changes being made. And um, I've got a brain freeze about the question that Hal. <laughs> okay, we can oh, come right. back to that if you think. So Hal asked a question about uh, if we can do uh, emails to a files folder. Uh, the easiest way I found out is on an when you're on an email, do a print, print does a PDF, and then PDF you can move it to a files app. Those are two things. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Very good. Thanks, Ree. All right, who would like to start with a new topic? Kenny? Kenny, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I had a question. Um, it, those of you who have them, are there any advantages to upgrading to the, the latest iPhone, the 13 uh, Pro Max? Ah, the 13 From, Pro Max. Say like an 11 Pro Max. Okay. Any this ideas? Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. I would say that like if you are either somebody who watches video or if you listen to a lot of high quality audio, you would benefit from upgrading to the 13 Pro, especially if you are out and about because you do get 5G and it, at least for a T-Mobile, I have definitely find it does make a difference with some of those things. And... Um, you know, also depending videography wise, you know, you do have the better cameras. I can't say that it makes a difference with like, say OCR or anything like that, but for picture taking, and I don't know if this would help with like, say the IRA experience or whatever, you know, it definitely has 
better cameras and it looks cooler too it's a different shape than the 11 pro it's uh, the more uh, solid uh, rectangular shape not the thinner um, rounded shape so you know you, you you might look a little bit more uh, hip you know what i'm saying yeah. but uh, those are the advantages i can think of a little bit better speaker system than the 11 pro but um you know for the built-in speakers um otherwise though i you know those are the advantages i can think of okay this is shri shri so i would say if you're gonna get the 13 pro max or the pro series from 11 you get from accessibility you're gonna get the lidar sensor with that you're gonna get uh the seeing eye is gonna have the world preview with that um so it, it's it definitely helps if you're trying to navigate indoor finding things um super lidar you'll get that because that also uses the lidar sensor so from an accessibility those are two things you definitely gain uh, going to a pro series from the 11. okay any other comments i i did have a question either herbie or shri or anyone um are the speakers distributed the same way as on the previous versions like this is herbie herbie Yes, except that on the 13 Pro, you do have the smaller notch. Oh, okay. That's the only difference. But otherwise, then, as far as I can tell, at least they're in the exact same place. Mm -hmm. Why? I'm just curious because I just curious. wondered if, because it, it, if the audio, I guess you said, is better, I'm just it's wondering just if they changed bit, it. No, it's better in the fact that it's just a little bit more of a bassier mm -hmm. sound. I mean, it's still iPhone speakers at the end of the day. And it's just a little right. bit bassier, maybe a little bit better stereo separation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, the iPhone speakers are not the greatest to begin with. That's one area I really wish they could do some more improvement on overall, but it's a lot better than what it used to be. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. I, I don't mind it in certain situations, but yeah, I was the stereo separation is the one I was thinking about. Especially. I think the stereo separation is a little, little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right. Any other comments before we move along to another topic? This, this is Kenny with one more question. Uh, uh, go ahead, Kenny. Um, on your people that have the 13 Pro Maxes, what, what cases are y'all sporting? Okay. Yeah. Good question. What about cases? Herbie, Shree, anybody? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I am currently not using any case, actually. I once they started really making the phones with the 11 pro out of much better material i decided to take a page out of jonathan mosen's book and actually try the phone without a case and not adding any extra weight to it or anything like that and um so i'm currently not using any case for it and so far i've not had a reason to regret that decision living on the edge huh herbie <laughs> No, I'm living on 5G and Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay. no, well, I've had the 11 Pro, the 12 Pro, and the 13 Pro, and um, I, I've i had one or two little problems, but nothing that a case would have prevented. I think water got into the earpiece of the 11 Pro, but that's happened even with a phone on the case. And right. I think my microphone may have gotten a tiny bit of water in it, but again, there's I don't know that a case would have necessarily prevented that. And the way the phone is constructed, it's solid i'm just gonna let you hear it real quick there um yeah that 
you know, it's pretty, it's like a, uh, it's a heavy duty block. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, well, that's I good do, to know. I will mention though, that Chanel does use a case on hers. She's not on the call, so she can't answer the question, but she does use a case on hers. I think it's one of the more basic uh, Apple cases. And, um, she also uses like the, um, battery extender thingy, the MagSafe. Oh, that's the other difference is um magsafe you get that with the 12 the 13 pro series you do not get that with the 11 pro this matters if you are big into wireless charging and because magsafe is a much um you know much more better way of a wireless charging than the old standard uh wireless charging so that that's another uh, big difference as well as the magsafe Very good. All right, Kenny, is that helpful for you? Yeah, Herbie, you're a brave soul there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, well, thank you for your question. That's a good one. For those of you who might consider some of the 13 Pro Series. All right, new topic, new question. Who'd like to be next? This is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I've noticed with the AirPods well, Pro and Max, in the Bluetooth setting, when you went under more info, there used to be like um, a prompt and it said something like connect to this iPhone. Uh, it said when last connected or connect automatically. Um, that seems to have gone away unless it's somewhere else uh, that I haven't found it yet. But you don't seem to have that option anymore. Can anyone um, explain that or verify that? Or okay, and that's for the AirPods. AirPods Pro and Max. AirPods Pro and Max. Okay, yeah. can anybody help Marty out with that question? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Can we come back to this one? I'm just gonna go take a quick look right now to see if I notice this. Okay. Well, let's see if anyone else Unless has somebody a, else has an answer. An, an option. Okay. Thanks. Go ahead. Anyone have a suggestion for Marty? Okay. We can. We'll put that on hold for the moment, Marty, and come back to that here shortly. This is Marie. Oh, Marie, go ahead. Hi. Uh, I want to go back just a minute to the thirteen. Uh, cases i have a i have a 13 pro it's not the max it's a pro but i use a little 15 dollars silicone case from uh, amazon and it just makes my grip a little bit easier on it it adds a very very little weight and i have dropped it face down on a tile floor and not got a scratch or a crack on it it has a little ridge around there it protects the face and uh i've 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 used those now for several years on several phones and they're great Okay, very good. Thank you for that suggestion, Marie. This is Mo. This is Herbie. Uh, Mo and then Herbie. Mo, go ahead. Yeah, if I may add to the case uh, recommendation slash discussion, mine is not a 12 Pro, I mean, not a 13 Pro Max, but it's a 12 Pro Max. Um, And I highly recommend, even though they do, it does add weight and uh, it makes the phone a bit bigger. I have been using for years the uh, Otterbox Defender series. Um, going back to a 4S, I actually dropped it from the eighth floor of a parking garage on accident by, you know, while I was running up the steps. 
and it went all the way down from the 18th from the eighth floor to the ground and the phone was not undamaged so i've been a, a believer in that all right very good thank you mo uh herbie all right two things a case for not a case to be fair i don't travel as much but i guess i just always keep my phone in my pocket most of the time anyway um but marty i did not see this on i just tested it with the airpods max and i went under more info on my airpods max under bluetooth and the button is there it's to the right of the automatic head detection and to the left of the spatial audio button so and it was Um, there and it was a button and you could This is Marty. Go ahead, yep. Marty. Are you a fifteen four point one Herbie? Because uh, I'm fifteen four point fifteen point five, whatever the update they just came out with today. Fifteen point five. Oh, okay, because mm-hmm. I have fifteen point four point one, and to the left of spatial audio is the automatic head detection. There's nothing between that and spatial audio. Well, there's so. nothing between my head either and the air. What goes on the. You know, on the AirPods Max, but yeah. Um, but, I would I mean, try up running an update then and see if that fixes it. Keep in mind that they sometimes do firmware updates too, so it's always possible you have a different firmware update than I do or the iOS thing. But um, I I would go ahead and run your phone to the latest update and then see if it to, is still there okay. or not. But uh, Thanks, because yeah, where, where the problem is, like, when yep. I, I use it with the Victor Stream, which is, of course, a non-Apple device, right. and when I go back to the um, AirPods, especially the Macs, um, I have to actually manually reconnect to the phone. Right. So I've, I've not used mine outs for any non-Apple devices, so... Um... Okay, okay. Yeah. well, I'll check that out. Thanks. Yeah, do that. All right. Thank you, Herbie, and thank you, Marty, for your question. All right, anybody have a new topic you'd like to bring up? Someone who hasn't had a chance to ask a question yet. This is Mo. Um, Go ahead, Mo. I have a question about Apple TV, so I don't know if this is the right segment for it. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. Go ahead. Okay, so um, I have an Apple TV 4K series, and... um, I use voiceover uh, and it's been great. Uh, but uh, I let my kids install quite a number of app uh, games on it. And ever since voiceover hasn't been working well. In other words, when I, when voiceover is enabled, I can't navigate using the swipe gestures, right, left, and especially up and down, more so up and down uh, than right and left. In any apps, even on the home screen, I've obviously rebooted it in a number of times. I've talked to Apple uh, Assistive uh, Accessibility Support three or four times, and we've gone through settings, changing things, and um, the issue has yet to be resolved. Um, so I know that the kind of the nuclear option is to go and reset it, but I really would like to avoid that and i'm wondering if there are any other solutions or suggestions short of doing that so even in the apps that you normally use you're having trouble with voiceover huh yeah i mean it's uh, it's literally even the home screen right so navigating Mm -hmm. the home screen uh the the prime video app the youtube app you name it netflix okay so 
anyone have any suggestions to help Mo out trying to get voiceover back to where it used to be after a bunch of uh, downloads, gaming and stuff on Apple this TV? Shree, go ahead. Just a question. Are you, do you have the original 4K remote or do you have the new remote? Go ahead, Mo. Um, I suspect this the original. I mean, I, I didn't buy a, a second remote, if that's your question. And I think I bought the unit pre-COVID, so. It, is it the, this is Shree, is it the flat trackpad remote? Yes. Yeah, I've had some issues navigating with that. Um, I'm not exactly sure why, and I'm not sure this is going to address your issue, but I found the newer remote to be much more responsive because you're actually, you know, it actually has four corners that you actually push instead of sliding. Oh, that's fantastic. I always thought that was a terrible design to begin with. Oh, that's great. I didn't, okay. It, it, is that something you can buy as an add-on accessory mm -hmm. by itself? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can buy the remote by itself. Now, I'm not sure if it's if I'm talking to really address your issue, but I just know navigating with that newer remote is a night and day difference. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's probably a great enhancement to, as well. But um, I mean it, it it navigates extremely quickly if voiceover is not on. But once I turn it on, it just it, it won't swipe you know right yep. left. This this is free. I had a lot of swipe issues with that trackpad. It just it just didn't like me. So, gotcha. Okay. Well, that might be worth a try, Mo. Any other suggestions? All right. This is Herbie. Her Herbie, go ahead. Just a couple of thoughts I had. One, I am. It's probably obvious. You've made sure all the apps are closed out, correct? Like there's nothing in your app switcher? Go ahead, Mo. Herbie, great question. I don't think I have, actually. So let me go. So that, oh, I'm surprised. That's Apple great. accessibility should have even yeah. thought of that. That's not good. <laughs> so that's the first thing I would check. Really um, and then the next thing I would find out is do any of the, I would check your app data because I don't know, I've heard the Apple TV, maybe it's a storage differently, I don't know, but if it's like the phone where apps can download data, you know, the more stuff you have on a computer, the more it can slow things down. And right. so that would be the second thing I would check is how much storage is being used on your Apple TV. But I would definitely make sure all the apps are shut down completely, even the, just everything, you know, so you want nothing in your app switcher. That's what I would try. And then even clearing out history yep. is kind of what you mean, right? Well, just clearing out all the apps because there could be something running in the background that you're unaware of, like right. especially if it's games, there could be graphics going on, stuff like that. That's why I'm really surprised that Apple accessibility, that's kind of um, from a tech support standpoint. It's... Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, no, it's a great suggestion. Uh, on the uh, app data, is there a way to purge app data? Go ahead, Herbie. This is Herbie. So yes, if it well, if the Apple TV works like the iPhone, then yes, it does. You would um, be able to see like which apps are using data, and uh, you there's usually like a clear cache. I want to be a bit careful on answering this one, just because, like I said, I don't actually have an Apple TV, so okay. I don't know if there's. I don't want to say it's going to be A, B, and C, and then there's something different for the Apple TV that I'm unaware of, but 
I do know on the phone it's possible, so I don't, you know, I would think it would work the same way, but maybe somebody else could clarify that. Okay. All right. Well, Mo, I hope those are helpful suggestions for you. Give those a try and that they will clear up your slowness issue. Very helpful. Thank you all. You bet. Thanks for your question. All right. Well, let's move along. We're going at a nice clip here as we get toward the uh, home stretch of our the first half of our call. Who would like to ask a question about a new topic? This is Alice. Alice? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, do anybody get those messages saying that their iCloud storage is full and I could receive 50 gigabytes of, of uh, let's see, storage space? Let, let me let you listen to this message. Hold on a sec. Each on messages plus one, seven, six. Two plus one. Okay, Alice, let me interrupt you for a second. We we try not to do live demos. So, if, I mean, okay, if you okay, just can state okay. your problem. And I, I think we, we kind of get the gist of what you mean. So you're you're getting a message that talks about iCloud. Is that in your text message? Is that a text message uh, you're being yes. sent? Yes. Okay. So who would like to give Alice some uh, advice on this that? Is, this is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. It's probably a notification, Alice, and I got it. And it actually, I think you get it when you have about 50% left in your iCloud storage. Mm -hmm. And I, I got it until I, I went and bought the uh, 99, uh, I think the uh, 50 gig for like a dollar a month. And of okay. course it will go, it will go away, but you will get that message. And if you look at your, your info, you'll see you probably still have about two or two and a half gig left. It just starts those messages when you're about half full. Okay, I have 370 left. It's 370.8. Okay, so. Oh, well, that's, yeah. Is that gig or meg, megabytes? Uh, I had, it came with five gigs. I have about three left. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're still good. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Does that help you, okay. Alice? Yes, it does. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for your question. We appreciate it. All right, let's go to another question, a new topic. Who uh, would like to ask? Uh, go ahead, Sandy. I think Paul had a comment. Okay, Paul. Paul yeah, somebody did come in uh, when Alice did. Paul, go ahead. Yeah, this is Paul. I, my question was about Find My Phone, the app. Okay. I lost my phone about a week ago. I'm wondering if you guys have if it's accessible and the correct stuff to go, it's changed. I've done this like two years ago. I lost the phone and actually located through another iDevice. But now it seems like with the newer phone, I have the 12 Pro Max and with the latest update. And I've, I lost the phone like a week ago and I was trying to track it with the um, older phone. And it seems like everything's different. I'm wondering if anybody knows the correct steps and if it, is it still accessible to find my phone through another device if I lose it. Okay, good question. Anybody have an answer for Paul about find my phone? On another device. Go ahead, Shree. So are we talking about using the find my to find your phone? Yes. Yeah, so that's still accessible. It's um, basically you just open up the find my app and then look for devices. In the bottom, you'll have um, um, one of the tabs of devices 
hit on the double tap on the tab button and then swipe right till you find the name of your device. And that should tell you if, uh, if it knows where the phone's at. Okay. Does that make sense, Paul? No. Will it tell me an address? Will it give me a map? Uh, I mean, explain a little more. You can. Uh, so it, it does have a map. So visually, it's going to pinpoint where it's at, but it's also going to tell you the uh, voiceover is going to tell you the address of uh, where it thinks it is. Now, it's obviously not like right on the dead spot, but it should be relatively to that area. If, um, you know, if it still has um, battery in it, that it was able to ping it the last time. Okay, we're getting a little, someone is on mute. If you could please mute yourself. Okay, thank you, Sandhya. Um, go ahead, Shree, try to pick up no, where that, you that, was, that was pretty much it. You know, it's just, it's, VoiceOver is gonna tell you the address of it is. If you have someone who's sighted, it's gonna, can I give you a map of uh, where that, device got last pinged at. Okay. Okay, I'll give that a try. I appreciate it, Tree. All right, good luck. You bet. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Paul, for your question. And this is Tree. Right, go ahead, Tree. I, I was going to say, if the phone does get lost, then you, you know, definitely get it so that um, definitely um, you can notify Apple or you might be able to go on, on um at Apple's website, I'm not exactly sure the the exact URL, but I, I would call Apple Accessibility and they could um, lock the phone for you if you don't have access to it. Thanks for that. I didn't know yeah. that. All, All right. right. Thank you. Marie. All right, Marie, go ahead. I've, I've only used mine when I misplace it in the house, but uh, I find the app very accessible. I don't think it's a problem. You can, can't you even erase the phone if you can't find it? You can actually erase it so that nobody can get any information off of it? That's a good question. Anyone have an answer for that? If you can erase your phone. Um, this is, Go ahead, Janet. This is Janet from Colorado. Yes, you can erase, you can erase it. And I like it for the simple fact that if my husband is out and about and he says, oh, I'm going to be home at 5.30 and it's 5.30 and he's not home, I can see where, where he is. All right. And it's fun tracking people's if you loved ones if you know they're on vacation or whatever. So all right. Thank you very much, Janet. All right. Shree, did I hear you just now? Yeah, I just Go ahead. so is that done through the website or can you do it from my other mobile device? Um it says Go ahead, Janet. Oh, this is Janet again. It's, it says erase erase the iPhone, but I'm not sure if it is. If you can do it from the phone or not, I know it just has that. How that I've never I've never done it. I've just seen it. This Marie, Brad, I, Marie, I haven't I haven't done it either. But I think it does in the app. That is one of the options a, that you can erase the. the yeah, um, I'm pretty sure you right, can right from yeah. the app. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so. Okay. All right. Well, great, great answers, and Paul, great question. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right, let's see. We've got a little over 10 minutes. Well, 13 minutes to be exact. So time for several more questions. Who would like to ask the next one on a new topic? It's Chris. Hey, Chris, go ahead. This is a comment about the audio files on the Bookshare app. 
okay. using the voice stream reader on the iPhone. Uh, they recently came out with a way to listen to audio files, not the text-to-speech that Bookshare uh, normally has, but actual audio files, like audible files. And so they created a um, skill on the Amazon Alexa speaker, <clears throat> which I don't have. So I just use the Amazon Alexa app to link that skill to the Bookshare Reader. It's in beta right now, but Bookshare Reader skill. And you have to first go through the Bookshare website to download the audio file to add it to the Bookshare Reader reader list. <laughs> but once you do that, um, it, it works. And I called to ask them if I could do this and they didn't know, so I just tried it. So if you don't even have an Amazon uh, um, A-Lady device, you can actually use your phone to access the audio Bookshare Reader files on your phone using the uh, A-Lady app. Oh, how cool. That's great. Okay. That's very helpful. Thanks, Chris. We appreciate that. This is Herbie. Herbie, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to mention, I mean, that's definitely very interesting. Um, I just want to mention that might say most things you can do with an Alexa that you can do with the phone app. Sometimes it's... <clears throat> not the greatest experience but it can be done and i actually did a demo of the alexa app on one of the cafes last year i forget which month it was i think it was during the summer but um yeah the alexa app is very good as an alternative a lady device so uh, yep that's uh bookshare is another example of uh, a skill you can use with it so that's pretty yeah, cool that is cool all right Thank you, Herbie. And thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. That's helpful. All right. We have a new question, a new topic. Who'd like to go next? Dana, I'm with the comment. Okay, Dana. Well, last year, uh, last year, last week, I uh, said I was having problems with um, seeing AI not working properly. And I um, just wanted to say that I've fixed the problem. Um, I went to settings and screen recognition and turned that off and it works fine now. That's, that was weird. But um, I would, I would go to try, I would try to scan like documents or scene or scene preview or whatever. And it would play part of the music like it was starting to scan and then they would tell me that there there was a problem um please try again in a few moments and so i got it fixed i fixed it myself i was proud of myself <laughs> all right very good so got that one solved huh dana yep excellent all right well thanks for the update sure that's great Okay, next question. Who'd like to go with a new topic? Somebody that hasn't had a turn yet, that has a problem or a question. This is Shri, I've got a question. Go ahead, Shri. On the message app, has everyone noticed that when you put a timestamp it sees it as a link. I'm trying to figure out why it's a link and it's a timestamp 
like if I say meet me at 7.30 p.m., the 7.30 p.m. is a link. And when I double tap on the link, it brings up a, the calendar. Yeah, I think that, that seems to have been there for quite a while. I see it on emails, text messages, but any, anybody else have a comment or observation about that? This is Kenny. Kenny, go ahead. Yeah, I would. Um, I see that as well, and I would guess that app, it's Apple's way of of making it easy. You know, in case somebody sent you like an event, where you can quickly add it to your calendar. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So, if I put seven thirty p.m. on an email, it's not a link. If I put seven thirty p.m. on a notes app, it's not a link. But on the on a message oh, app, it's a link. Hmm. That is interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. As, is that with 15.5? Well, I haven't tried it with 15.5, but um, it was with 15.4.1. I tried it. And it, it's funny because voiceover says 7, capital L-I-N-K, mm -hmm. 0, capital L-I-N-K. So it's kind of like if you go character by character, it just says link, link, link. Huh. That's what threw me off. So Interesting. Oh, I, I've not seen that. If you if you go character by character, it's going to say link, link, link. It's uh, anything with character by character. If it's a link, it goes by link, link, link uh, on the on the message app. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that either, to be honest. But that that is interesting. Anybody else have any observations on that? Yeah, this thing. You know, go ahead, Dan. Um, I I'm I have I've noticed the same thing, but uh, I don't have any any um any fixes for it i just kind of ignore it <laughs> yeah i think it's is, like i'll go ahead marty go ahead yeah i i've noticed it on emails and i and it's it's like a little problem sometimes because when i when i'm wanting to go into a docuseries and they might say like watch an episode and i have to look elsewhere because like I clicked on like had watched the episode beginning at say 9 p.m. or something. And I thought, okay, I'll click the 9 p.m. had a link. And I clicked on that and it brought me to the calendar. So I knew that mm -hmm. wasn't the right link to. So it does that in the email. Whenever you see date or time and, and you click on that link, it brings you into the calendar. Right. Yeah, I I think as as they said it's Apple's way of trying to be intuitive and make you know and thinking that maybe it's an event that you want scheduled. Sometimes that's great, but other times it's a nuisance when you don't really want it there. All right, any other comments before we move to the next question? All right, we have about five minutes, so I think we have time for a couple more questions. Who would like to go next with a new topic? We're moving right along here. So here in a few minutes, we'll have some this announcements and some other things um, in the movie clues. Uh, this, Janet, this go is, ahead and then Marty. Oh, go ahead. All right. Um, this is Janet from Colorado. My husband has a question. Is that okay? Well, as long as we can hear him, go ahead. Yeah, he's right next to me. Okay, go ahead. What's hey, your name? This is Dax, right? Dax, go ahead. What's your question? Um, for some reason, on my iPad, my iPad 6th gen, the, suddenly the 
rotor with the keypad on the keypad does does not work. I can hit the left and right arrow, and quick nav does not announce. I can hit left and up or left and right, and it does not mention a rotor. If I do a four finger left and right, in other words, function, control, option, command, it'll go through the rotor, but then I, can, I can't do anything from that point to access what I pulled up on the rotor. Okay. So this was your iPad. What, what was the version? Six gen. Six gen. Okay. All right. Any suggestions about how to solve that problem? <clears throat> Anyone has an iPad that can help out there? Okay. Well, we'll try to come back. This to is that. David. No, David, go ahead. Yeah. Well, are you using external keyboard with that? Yeah, well, I'm using the keyboard that came with my Logitech folio case. Lot. Okay. It came with iPad case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and this just started pretty much the last within the last two months. Hmm. Okay. Does that stumped you too, David? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really use the rotor gesture much on the keyboard. I just just do my thing on the screen if I need to use the rotor. Um, but I know there is a keyboard shortcut for it, like like you said, you know. The... <clears throat> okay. Does it work? If you do it on the screen. I like the traditional rotor method. Well, I've even tried. I usually not don't touch screens. Okay. Well, um, that might be something we uh, need to come back to at a later date, but we'll see if we can figure that out next. Thanks for your question. We're going to be um, got about a, another couple of minutes. So, Marty, uh, if you can make it quick, go ahead with your question. Yeah, um, uh, I noticed with the AirPods Pro and Max, um, when you on the right hand side of your status bar is your phone battery status and right next to that is your bluetooth battery status right okay with the airpods pro and max it says bluetooth um zero percent the only way you can get a battery status with those two devices is to actually go into the widget um with every other bluetooth headset it will actually give you the true battery status of that Bluetooth headset. Uh, anyone know why that's like that or any idea why? Yeah, seems like we've had a question like that before about when you're having Bluetooth headsets and it's not giving you the proper battery status. Now, again, are you saying of the, of the, of the headset, Marty, or the yes, device? Yes, of the headset. Okay. Of, well, of the headset, yes. No, the okay. device always has it, but with the AirPods Pro and Max, doesn't matter which one. Okay. You have to actually go to the widget to get a true battery status of the uh, headset. All right. Well, go ahead, Marie. I have really good luck getting more accuracy on going to the today screen and going to the battery option. And it usually gives you a pretty accurate 
readout on your battery okay. levels on your devices. Okay. Good. Any other suggestions quickly before we end the first half of the call? All right. Well, Marty, that sounds David. like the oh, David. Well, this is more of a it's not a definite answer, but it, it could have to do with the fact that those uh, AirPods and Air, you know, um, wireless headphones use a use a different Bluetooth standard. It's not the standard Bluetooth that third party people use. It's like a mm -hmm. proprietary Apple um, technology. <clears throat> so maybe that's why. Yeah. Okay. Good point. All right. Well, hope that helps you out, Marty. And with that, yeah, well, it's not a problem. It's just I was wondering why it is like that. Yeah. But thanks. You yeah. bet. Thanks for your question. Well, Sandia, are you breathless? We there's quite a, <laughs> a lot of movement in that first hour. Lots of great uh, questions. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, here we go with the second half. Thank you, Stephen. Oh boy. Okay, so now. We'd like for anybody who joined us and didn't get to say hi the first time around, please say your name and where you're from. Janet from Colorado. Hey, Janet, welcome. Brad, I'm in Dallas. Brad, welcome. Marie from Reno. Marie, welcome. Marty, Arlene, Carolina. Arlene and Marty. Yeah. Shree from Virginia. Shree, welcome. Sharon from New York. Hey there, welcome. Karen and Philly. Chanel and hey, Houston. Karen. Chanel, Hi. welcome. Greg in Texas. Hey, Greg, welcome. Rachel in Oklahoma City. Welcome, Rachel. Chris in Texas. Chris, welcome. Mo in Texas. Hey, Mo. Hello. All right, all these people in Texas, somewhere in Texas. Okay, anybody else? Marvin from Chicago. Hey, good deal. Somebody in Chicago, welcome. Marvin, anybody else? Okay, guys, here we go. So we're going to find out what our big, this is for the big reveal for the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies for this Friday night at 8 p.m. Central here on the Zoom conference call. Pre-social time or social time is right before the movie at 7.30. You have music and jokes and all kinds of silliness. And following the movie, we have some discussion and then we have trivia. So what are we gonna be watching? I have no idea. So with those thought provoking clues from the person who's most provoking of all, here we go, the iBug guy himself. iBug guy, are you there? Uh... for the music. Becoming dramatic. Dramatic, provoking. Yes, yes, yes. I is here. Oh, good. Once again, I'm back. Uh, we're so glad. Wait, who's back? Back in black. Okay, go, go, go. All right. What am I supposed to be doing? The clues, maybe, would be good. Okay, we have a movie coming up this week. This is a brand new movie. We've never seen it. 
So it ought to be good. And to get it kicked off, it is, we're going to have some great clues for you. And that is part of Michael. All right. The rules for the game. Everyone is eligible to play. That's on the call. If you're not on this call, you have been disqualified already. So rule number one. Oh, that was rule number one. Rule number two. You get one guest per clue and a maximum of five guesses per the game. All right. Are we ready? Uh, say your name and wait to be recognized. Say your name, wait to be recognized, just like on the regular program. Clue number one. Our film this week is a romantic drama slash comedy set in, no, set on European soil. This is Shree. Shree. Letters to Juliet. Letters to Julia. That is so, so, so wrong. Ooh. <laughs> wrong. All right. Good guess. That's your guess for the night. What? Come back I think it's five. Like four more. For that All right. Clue, for that Moving clue. on. Anybody else for clue number one? This is Mo. Mo. Love Actually. Love Actually. Yes. Yes. No, we've seen that one already. <laughs> but good right. try. That was a good guess. That is European soil. All right. Anyone else? Yeah, this is Greg. Greg, go ahead. Uh -oh. Two for uh -oh. the road. Two for the road. On the road again? No. It, no. Nope. Sorry, Greg. Good try. I don't know that one. All right. I guess we're going to move on to clue number two. Assistant, bring up the clues again. Where are they? Clue number two. Of course we see a love triangle develop between the characters. That's the clue. Of course, we see a love triangle develop between the characters. That's three characters <laughs> to make a love triangle in case anyone is wanting to know. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. This is Shree. Shree is <laughs> going to take up his last guess. What? Oh, go on, Shree. For this turn. Uh, four feddings at a funeral? Four <laughs> feddings and a no, wedding. No, four <laughs> friends in a funeral. Four friends in a funeral. Oh, I think it's four friends in a funeral. So close. Just Chris. No cigar. Oh, Chris has got it. <laughs> No, uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice is another great movie that we have not seen and we still have not going to see it this week. 
Oh, good try, Chris. <laughs> Can we get another example, please? I apologize. Anyone else? All right, we're going to move on to clue number three. All right, this is a long clue. Bear with me. We find thought and passion on the same side in this film rather than on opposite sides as in most movies of this genre. Nikki. Can you repeat that? I added that last part in. Okay, one more time. We find that thought and passion are on the same side in this movie rather than on opposite sides as in most movies. I think Nikki had a guess. Oh, Nikki, did uh, I hear yeah. your name? Yeah, I kind of, I misunderstood that. I was going to say Breakback Mountain because I wondered if it was a straight couple or not, but that's not it. Okay, sorry, thanks. Okay, Nikki missed our first clue. It's, this is I straight. did, I'm sorry. It's on soil that's been peed on. I mean, European Shh. soil. Tree has... <laughs> Shree, did I, I hear Shree? Yes, you heard Shree. We're so juvenile. Is it uh, Bend It Like Beckham? What? What? Bend It bend. Like Beckham. Bend Like Beckham? Bend It, Bend It Like Beckham. Bend It Like Beckham. What's that mean? You need your ears clean. Go on. It's, it's not it. If you didn't know, it's not it. <laughs> it's a movie title. It's a movie title. It's Chris. No, I'm interested in knowing the movies. No, you don't need it's to know It's a story now. about an Indian... Time couple and uh, oh that soccer. one yes 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 i remember that one now that you mentioned it all right uh that was not it sorry chris. all right i heard chris uh the english patient the english patient she keeps going there but it's not it either Getting in the right part of the European soil. Yeah, more than England, guys. More than England. <laughs> Beyond England. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was stepping out of my role. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, Mo, go ahead. Uh, Notting Hill? That's a very old one. Notting Hill. That's another great one. That Have we seen that one? Yes. And it's in that English. We've all seen. So good try, Mo. We need to post our list of movies. No, oh, Herbie! I don't know if that's been suggested, and I don't know if it would qualify as a romantic comedy, but Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet is a good movie. There's lots of versions. Which version do you want to pick? Um, you are most likely to do probably the 90s version, though. No, you might. No, I actually think that like, you probably would do the classic version. So, so let's say the, the, the 1960s version. Okay, the 60s version of Romeo and Juliet is, judges, incorrect, they say. Good guess, though. All right, we're moving on to clue number, what are we on? Four. 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 Oh, four. Okay. Wait, I got six clues. Oh, let's see. Okay, clue number four. We see... A society that is otherwise tightly bound up 
in convention, timidity, and dryness. Humidity? <laughs> you say humidity? Oh my gosh. Timidity. Oh, timidity. timidity. Oh, sorry. A society <laughs> that is otherwise tightly bound up. Where did you get these clues? In convention, know. timidity, and dryness. Sounding more and more like our British friends, isn't it? Okay, Chris. anybody? No guesses. Chris, Chris. Oh, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> oh, I, I'm on the wrong, the wrong country. Age of Innocence. Age of Innocence. Oh. Never read that book. <laughs> Don't even give me that. Aww. Okay, go on. What's his name? Oh, David. Oh, David. David's okay. always a good guesser. Yeah. Is it Downton Abbey? Dalton Abbey. I'm conferring with the judges. Hold on. No. <laughs> downtown. I said Dalton. No, no. Down, yeah. downtown. Not downtown, but downtown. Yeah. <laughs> this is Shree. Uh, unfortunately, the oh. judges say not this time. Shree, go ahead, Shree. Is it Rocket Man? Rocket Man. He keeps on guessing that one. No, we've already seen that too. Shree, what's wrong? Okay, move on. All move right, on. we're going to have to move on, says our ruler. Clue number five and six together. One of the characters is an idealist, a dreamer, and a follower through. No. Follower of Thoreau. <laughs> I didn't even get that clue. Yeah. One of the characters is an idealist, a dreamer, and a follower of Thoreau. Thoreau? Oh my God. Thoreau. 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 The poet. Thoreau. The poet. Henry David Thoreau. Oh, there we go. We, we have, have some, some class here. Have some. What do right. you call come those on, people? Come on, anybody? Oh, and I'm supposed to give you clue number five, six. These are combinations. Another character is a most respected young lady from a good family. <laughs> Boy. Okay, I think hey we're guys. done. I think we are going to stump the audience. No Buddy, guesses. You want to give them a little clue? A little hint? This is Shree. Shree. Is it the English patient? Or did we already say that? We already, we already, already that said that. I already yes. said that. Give him a little no. clue, Mr. McCulloch. This is Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Oh, Save us. How about, how about Charade? Charade is also so close, but incorrect. All right, this is a give it away. The young lady initially is on a jaunt to Florence, Italy, with her female companion slash whatever you call those people that go with you when you're too Chaperone. young to travel. Chaperonus. Chaperonus? 
Yeah, she's a female. And she, by chance, meets a young man and then goes back home and then announces that she's going to get engaged to another man. But then the other young man from England or from Italy comes back and then they (laughs) go, you don't want to marry that (sighs) other guy. Oh my God, stop. This is Shree. Shree. Shirley Valentine. Oh my goodness. No, no, no. Honestly, no one has seen this movie. (laughs) It is Once Upon a Time in America. No, it's not. Oh, no, wrong movie. Sorry. What what did we say? I forgot the name of the movie. That's how bad the clues were. A room with a view. Oh, a room with a view. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Very good. All right. We'll keep the prize until next time and wish everyone better luck. Thanks for playing, everyone. And I am going to hand it back over to my co-host. No, I'm not a host. I can't be a co-host. Just say goodnight, please. All right. Signing out. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you don't put the music. Yeah, he loves it. Goodbye, Michael. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now we're going to go on mute. Ah, okay, guys. Okay, we are now done with Michael's movie Minutia, thank goodness, and we're going to turn to the iBug Bite segment. This is where we do a little brief review or tip or gesture to be helpful in your daily use of your iPhone. And with that, we have Stephen, and then after that, we'll resume our regular Q&A. So be thinking of, well, listen to what Stephen says, and then also be thinking of questions. Steven, are you ready to go? Um, hang on. I think I need to take a breath here. Um, um. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. You know, I, I, this is just always such a tough act to follow. How do I get put in this position? (laughs) You need some walk up music. (laughs) Yeah. Something to separate the gap here. All right. Our iBug bite for tonight is uh well it's something that you know many of us may do a lot but maybe some of you don't uh or maybe just don't use this particular uh app a native app rather to do it uh what i'm going to show you is how to move and delete email messages now i am using the apple native app the, the native mail app with my gmail account now, this may vary according to, you know, other accounts you use, but uh, that is what I'm using with the native mail app on my iPhone. So, going to go to my email here. Let's see. Mail. No unread emails. Mail. Mailboxes. Back button. All right. I'm in my inbox right now, and I'm going to touch the bottom of the screen so that it will and see if it has updated uh, the most recent uh, checking of mail here. Toolbar. Updated just now. Two unread. All right, I have two unread messages. Let's see what they are and let's see what I want to do with them. Unread. Google alerts. Google alert. Paris snowboarding, 7.23 p.m. Okay, so I, I created some Google alerts for my writing and publishing business for searches that I do. 
So I can either move it to another mailbox or I can delete it and it will go into the trash bin. What do I wanna do with it? Well, let's see, I may wanna keep that one. So I'm gonna move it to another mailbox that I have. So I'm gonna swipe up with one finger. Delete. Okay, don't wanna delete it. I'm gonna swipe up again. Drag item. Drag item, don't wanna do that. More. Okay, more. That's what I'm gonna double tap on is more. Google alerts. Paris, no flag. All right, so it's got a number of options here. Forward. I can reply. I can reply. I'm swiping left and right here with one finger. I can reply. Reply all. Reply all. Forward. Forward. Trash message. Trash message. I could just send it to the trash, actually. Flag. Flag. Mark is red. Mark is red. Move message. All right, move message. That's what I want to do. So I'm going to double tap on move message. And I've got a number of folders here. I have a folder called sports that I'm going to want to put this in. ACB scholars sports. All right, so I'm on sports. If I double tap that. Selected sport mailboxes. Okay, so it selected sports and it moved that message to sports. So that's where it is now. And go back up here and let's see. Dictate unread Google alerts. All right. Google alert kids adaptive sports. All right, I have another Google alert. I'm going to delete this one. I don't want it. So I'm just going to swipe up with one finger. Delete. Deleted. Double tap Google it. Alerts. And it has been deleted. So that's very easy. Now, what it does is it goes to the trash. Now, let's say that I want to delete some things out of the trash or maybe even just delete everything out of the trash folder. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back up here to the top left-hand corner. 821 mailboxes, back button. Okay, I'm going to hit the back button. I'm going to double tap on the back button of my mailboxes here. Mailbox. <clears throat> all right, so I've got all these boxes here. Inbox. Swipe to the right. Gmail, drafts, sent, junk, trash. All right, so I'm on the trash. Actions I'm going to double tap on that. Select messages, Google alerts, Google alert, kids adaptive sports. Send. All right, so you just heard one of those that I just put in the trash. Um, if I delete that, it's gone. It is not going to be there anymore. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to swipe up with one finger. Delete. Deleted. Peacock. All right. So Peacock is another email that's in the trash here. So that message is gone. All right. Let's say I just want to clean the whole thing out. I'm going to go to the top left-hand corner here. Mailboxes. Mailboxes. Back button. I'm going to swipe right here. Edit button. To the edit button. And I'm going to double tap on that. Cancel. Cancel button. All right, it's got cancel. Now, if I swipe left, select all button. There is a select all here. I'm going to double tap on that. Deselect all. All right, so now everything has been selected. So, if like if I touch one of these emails here, messages selected, Google alerts, Google alert, youth sports selected, WNAAD selected. Flow All right, so everything I'm swiping, I'm swiping right. Everything I'm hitting says selected. That basically means every message I have selected, I can delete it or do whatever I want with it. So I'm going to go in the very right-hand corner, bottom right-hand side here. Toolbar, delete button. And there is the delete button. So I'm going to double tap on that. Delete, alert, delete all button. And it gives me the delete all. It's, it's right on it. So all I have to do is double tap. Toolbar, compose button, up, up, updated, just search, search, dict, no mail. No mail. So boy, I hope I didn't delete anything that I didn't want to delete because it's gone now. So that's how you select 
to delete everything out of the trash. And that's also how you move a message. If you want to move it to another mailbox, swipe up with one finger a couple of times to more, and then go through the list of options for move. Or if you just want to delete one message at a time, swipe up with one finger to delete, hit uh, double tap, and then it will put it in the trash. And there you go. So that's how you move and delete email messages, Sonia. All right. Thank you, Stephen. That is pretty daring. I don't think I've ever yeah. done that. Yeah. <laughs> a little, makes Mike Kirby, I'm living on the edge. What can I say? Makes me a right? little nervous and I'm very envious <laughs> that you only have two unread messages. Oh, my goodness. This okay. Is, okay. Is Marty? Go, go ahead, Marty. Uh, that moving, Steve, is that the same as I've never done it that way, but when you open up the message on the bottom of the screen, you have more actions and you have move and delete. Yes, you can do that as well since we, you know, in the okay. interest of time, but yes, you are correct. You can go into the message, you know, you read it and you go, wait, that's not what I thought it was. I don't want to get rid of it. You can, you can do that. Oops, sorry about that. Um, okay. Yes, that it does uh, operate the same way, Marty. You're correct. Okay, but that's a nice uh, another option to know what you just showed. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's why it's good. There's you know more than one way to do something, and sometimes we just need to, you know, maybe we thought there was only one way, and we find another one. Any other questions about moving and deleting email messages? This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. So I've got about 40,000 messages. I need to do this. <laughs> so on the move, can you select more than one or you can only do one at a time? You know, I have not tried to do that. I'm not actually trying to do that. I, I okay. don't know if you can. Um, you might be able, you know, I think you, if you're, if you're in, in the edit field in a mailbox and you select, I think you can do that, but I have not actually tried that. Okay. That would be Thank something you. interesting to try. No, this, this is Brad. good. Thank you. Brad. Yeah, you can select it, you know, how you do the edit button in the upper corner. Right. Then you can go through and select, Right. you know, few messages. I don't know if you can select, you know, few hundred or few thousand, but <laughs> uh, you can certainly select four or five. And right. And down at the bottom, there's the buttons and there's whatever it says, more options. And in there is move. And right. yes, you can move multiple messages to a given folder, as long as they're all going to the same folder, right. you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, actually the way done. you do that. Uh-huh. The way yeah. we the way I just showed you, there is there are other options besides the delete button. So move is one of them. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So with that drag, I know you didn't, do the, you skipped the drag. Does that do the same thing as the move or it, it doesn't work? I believe that puts it just uh, further down in the mailbox. So if you want to move it, you know, from the top, mm -hmm. I think you, I think that's where you can do that is you just move it kind of like uh, either, you know, dragging or pinning a message. Okay. But that's you. something I haven't fooled with much either, but I think that's how it, how it works. Any other questions about moving or deleting emails? Okay, Sandhya, I think that will take care of it.
All right. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, guys. So here we go. Anybody that did not get a chance, things were going pretty quickly during the first half. So if you didn't get a chance, you could please say your name and ask your question. We'd love to hear from you. Anybody? Just unmute. Do you have to unmute? And then you can ask your question. Okay. It's Marie. Go ahead, Marie. All right, this is a new question for this call. It's not a totally new question to some of the group that's here. I still am having a problem with my 13 Pro and on Zoom calls, I can go into any Zoom call normally, just like I do it on anything else, but it will not let me use a link and come into the iBug room. I can get in by putting in the full uh, ID number and password, but I cannot come in with a link. And I have not found a way yet. I've looked at all my settings. I can't see anything that would stop it there. And I can go on to other calls. I went on one last night on that phone, just clicked on a link, went right in, but not the iBug room. Okay. Any Thoughts for Marie? She's able to get in on, I think you previously said you get on, on other devices, but not on your 13 Pro. No, and I can get on other calls with the 13 Pro, just not iBug. Okay. All this right. is Shree. Shree. So Marie, which link are you going to? Are you going to our website? I, I, today I tried it from the, um, the email we got that had all of the May uh, calls and the, right up at the top of that is the link to go into the iBug room wouldn't work last night I tried it from a, a file that was set up by a friend of mine which will work on my iPad or on my mini iPad or my iPhone mini but it won't work on the 13 Pro I've used that link on other devices it works on my needless to say other operating system <laughs> device <laughs> which I won't mention here, uh, but just the 13 Pro. But the 13 Pro will go on to, will use a link to go into other calls with no problems. It's only the iBook room. And I did try it with the ID and password and it let me use, it let me go on on the 13 Pro, but not from a link. Okay. This is Shree. What? Have you have you tried any of the other links that's posted on the website? Like if you went to like um, other other sections of the website, this is really odd because I have heard somebody else mention this, and I don't think we've ever found the answer. This Marie, I've tried it from multiple different links. Hmm. I don't know that I've actually gone on to Safari and gone to the iBugToday.org website and tried the link from there, but I will try that. But that's the only link, that's probably the only link to iBug I haven't tried. That is very strange. It is, it is so weird. Jody. Well, earlier, Helene mentioned that um, there was a problem that she was having, but with 15.5, uh, they fixed it. So maybe you should update to 15.5, that might fix it. Okay. Thank I also you. copied the link, you know, using a three finger quadruple tap 
and actually put it in my contacts. So whenever I want to join the call, I just go to my contacts. And that way you, you know that that link works. Great suggestion there, Jody. Thank you. Ms. Marie, so far I haven't found a link that works. So oh, right. okay. <laughs> well, we can try to share this with This is you. Marty. Yeah, go ahead, Marty. Uh, Marie, are you doing these links from email? I have tried doing them from email. I've tried doing them from um, uh, a friend of mine set up. I don't know. It's like a website uh, document that he set up for us, and and we have calls to different different things that we go to, and he. It's, uh, I've tried it from the link there. I don't know where else you would get a link other than like say I haven't gone to the actual website, but the file that he set up is just like a web page, and it doesn't work from there. You have obviously you have the Zoom app installed on your phone, correct? This Marie, yes, that's correct. And I can go to other calls on the 13 Pro. Just it's only iBug that will not let me go from a link into the iBug room. I don't know if you have to check your Safari settings because I do notice when you do it that way, um, it actually just doesn't open Zoom directly. It goes, I think, through Safari and then Zoom opens up. Because if you look at your apps, which are, you have three apps open, mail, your email, and Safari and Zoom. This Marie, uh -huh. I can go, I can use the same link that I'm trying on my 13 Pro. I can pick up my iPod, uh, iPad mini six, use that same link, it goes directly into the iBug room. I can pick up my 13 mini iPhone, click on the same link, takes me directly into the iBug room. Okay, so we're, okay, well, we'll try to send you a link, maybe one, another one. I don't know why it would be any different, but. Uh, this is Vincent. Vincent. I, I, I've had uh, similar issues and uh, uh, also similar results where I can access a link that is in either messages or somewhere else by using either my computer or iPad or something different uh, in the phone. And I don't have a, a 13 Pro. I have a, a 2020, AC 2020. But uh, what I found out is that in the messages where there is a link, I have to set the loader to link and uh, uh, and then and tap on it. If I try to scroll or whatever, it uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the focus changes, I have to go back to the loader and reset it on link and then just, uh, you know, tap it and uh, cross my fingers and, and it works. But I've had that issue Re regularly that's how I found that I usually had to scramble and usually be like five ten minutes late because I couldn't access it the way I thought I was going to be able to use it so setting the rotor to link uh, is what uh, helped me all right great this is great tip. go ahead Shree. one of the thought I had can you just next time go when you got that url can you go to the end of the url and make sure there's no space at the end and just see, because if there's a space, that's not going to take you to the right spot either. This is Even Marie. though it says a link. This is Marie. I can do that. But if there was a space there, why would it work on other devices with the same link? It's only on the phone that that link doesn't work. I mean, uh, this, is, this is like the, 
the needle in the haystack, right? You got to try to, uh -huh, try uh -huh. to figure, I mean, you know, like, have you uninstalled? But I will look, I will check yeah. that. And I'll also check going to the rotor and trying to uh, activate the links and see if I can do it that way too. All right. Yeah. Mo with a suggestion maybe. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah, perhaps uh, if, if you could copy that link and maybe send it to somebody else and see if it worked for them, that'd be. Okay, that's a good idea. All right. Thank you, Marie. Pretty weird. Okay, we'll hope we're going to fix that one. <laughs> Leave it to it. me. <laughs> I know. Trouble. Trouble maker. I know. Okay. Very good. Good, good, good. Okay. Who's next? Anybody else has a question? Or even if you this have. Go ahead, Mo. A question. Um, yeah, I have a question. It's a general question. It's more of a not app specific, but more of an app suggestion. Okay. Um, are there any apps that you would recommend for when you come across content that you want to listen to later? Like, let's say a blog post or what have you, but you don't necessarily want to just scroll through it on Safari, but you just want to listen to it at a later time. Oh, um, so okay. is, is there already something that does that? Something. So it's uh, you're, you're surfing the net and you come across something and you want to read it later. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. Who would like to help Mo with that question? Anybody using Safari? Any thoughts? This is Shri. Go ahead. Is that, could you like bookmark it and then come back to it? Yeah. Well, right. But I mean, I, I guess it's more about you want to convert it from kind of text that voiceover is reading to, you know, more of a audio format, if you will. I, I guess I'm not, I'm not quite following. So, I mean, so you go to a, a, an article, it's interesting. You don't want to read it at that point. And let's say you want to compile a few of those and for a commute or what have you, you want to hear them all as a kind of a, a text-to-speech output. This is Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Um, I think there's something called a reader list. That you can add it to your reader list on Safari. Okay, this is Sunday. Are you saying that you want it in another voice? Is that what you're saying? You don't want voiceover. You want a more human-sounding voice. Yeah, yeah, like a better sounding voice than your. Okay. This is Stephen. Go ahead. Yeah, usually a lot of times what I do is I, I think what what you're wanting to do is maybe put it in a different app that that's more reader friendly as well as voice friendly. Is that is that kind of what I'm hearing? Mo? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering if an app exists out there that will, to science yeah. point, you know, sound better, and it just it's more, you know, it's it's less uh, monotonous. And, and yeah, what I do is I uh, if I want to save an article, uh, especially if it's you know full of ads and other junk, um, I'll save it into VoiceStream Reader. Uh, it just you click on the share option there on the bottom right hand corner, it gives you a whole list of options how to share. Or you know what you know, uh, and if if you have Voice Dream Reader installed, it should be one of the share options. I mean, you know, or any other type of reader like that. Uh, just just move it into there, and then just go into that app and read it at your leisure, and then you can read a whole bunch of articles in a row that way. Perfect. Thank you. This is Shri. Go ahead. Um, well, I have a, a solution, but it's not cheap. Um, there's a guy named Stephen Kerr. He's got a great voice. <laughs> He'll translate yeah. it for you. And, um, 
I don't come cheap. You're right. Cheap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good one, Sheree. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Mo. Good question. Okay. Who's next? Anybody else? Have a Linda. Go ahead, Linda. I'm having trouble with my internet. I don't think it's my personal internet. I think it's my phone. Whenever I go to the internet, it like lags or freezes up and then my battery gets hot. And even in my e email, sometimes it'll, it'll lag. And I don't know if my phone's crazy or what. Anybody else have that weird stuff mm. happen? Okay, lots of weird stuff here. Okay, anybody? Sounds like you need a new phone. Okay, well, who, that's what that? I was thinking. Hang on, is that Alice? Who is that? I apologize. This is Rachel. Rachel, yes. Okay, sounds like you need a new phone. Okay, yeah, about to agree with that. Anybody else? This Marty? Marty. Yeah, go ahead. What kind? What kind of phone do you have? I have an eight. Okay, I I have an eight, and I think I think the problem is is the phones are getting newer. Our eights are like a few years old, so the processing speed is much slower compared to what the new phones are because I have a problem too. It might take me like 10, 15, maybe even up to 30 seconds for a Safari website to pull up in Safari. Exactly. And, and the heat could just be, um, are you totally blind or do you have some vision? I have a little bit, but not usable. Because I, I mean, if you're, only, if you're only using voiceover, um, if you three finger triple tap and turn your screen like screen curtain on that might because the heat the heat is probably from your screen I use my screen reader all the time <clears throat> yeah but I mean do you actually do you actually use the screen if you, don't use, if you don't use the screen you can turn screen That's curtain on zero of six values enter and that would Um, go ahead. So that so that would that would lower the that would turn the brightness actually to zero, which means that your your screen would you know be dark, and that this might take the heat off. All right. I think somebody else has a comment. This is Jana from Colorado. Uh -huh. You can also go into your um, settings and go into brightness and put it at zero as well. Hey, David. Uh, you might want to make sure you, you're not actually turning your flashlight because that's happened to me a few times when the, uh, the the flash came on and it, it was it makes the phone really hot if it stays on for any length of time and uh, you know you may not notice it since you know you, you're not looking it plus it's in the back of the phone too you're not gonna see it yeah this is and I think I think Marty's comment about the old processor might be accurate as far as why your things are loading slower now you know. So, yeah, maybe you just do for an upgrade. Okay. Thank you, David. Karen? Yeah, I have, I brought a 13 mini in January when I switched over to Comcast Mobile. And I've been getting a lag ever since. Um, doesn't happen every day. Well, it happens every day, but it doesn't happen all day. When I open up the Gmail, because I have a little vision, so I can see when I open up, you know, my email, there's a lag. You know, the screen is 
you know, the mail hasn't been downloaded. Podcasts, sometimes there's a delay. A safari, sometimes there's a delay. And it's been happening pretty consistently since January when I switched over. So I'm thinking it's not the phone. It's a brand new phone. I'm thinking it's more of the Comcast. I think it's the internet. This is Shree. Go ahead. Um, have you done a forced reboot of your phone? Linda. Karen or the oh, other lady? Hang on, for Linda, right? Oh, okay. Linda, are you there? Uh, maybe she's having a, a lag. I'm sorry, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> um, is that where you turn the phone completely off? <clears throat> well, there's, no, there's two types of reboot. You know, you have a soft reboot and you have a forced reboot. Um, a forced reboot kind of clears out some of the cache that was running previously. Um, I would try that. And I would also turn uh, either the airplane mode on for about 15 seconds or, and then turn it off or turn your Wi-Fi off and leave it off for a little bit and then turn it back on. And one last thing I would also maybe suggest is uh, when is the last time you rebooted your router in the house? And if that's been for a while, I would try that too. Okay, great suggestions. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. This is, Ra this is oh, Rachel. Can you tell Rachel? us, a, can you explain how to reboot the phone? Like, okay. how do you do that? All sure. right. Thank you, Rachel. Go ahead, Tree. Okay, so it depends on the phone that you have. A forced reboot it typically is a volume up and a volume down and then holding the side button. You have to do it in sequence. So it's a quick volume down. I'm sorry, a quick volume up, a quick volume down and holding the side button down. I hold it down for about 17 seconds. That's about when the Apple logo comes back on. That's considered a forced reboot. That's where things get cleaned up. A regular reboot, uh, depending on your device, if you have the eight, it's, um, it's holding the side button and the home button till you get to this, the shut off option, I believe. And, uh, you know, then you just double tap on shutdown. Just make sure you don't accidentally hit the emergency. Um, but uh, when issues like that, I would, you know, try to do a forced reboot. So you hold it approximately, approximately 17 seconds? I hold it <laughs> dead on the dot, 17 seconds. I count. Okay. As soon as I hear uh, shutdown, I hold it for 17 seconds uh, and then okay. I release it. Only you would do approximately 17 seconds. Thank you, Shrink. This is Jody. God, Jody. That might also solve the problem. I think Marie was having with her uh, 13 Pro trying to get onto to Zoom to get onto iBug. Okay. All right. All Thank right. you. Thank Good you. Luck. Good question, Rachel. Okay. Who's next? New question, new comment. Anybody? Uh, this is Sri. I got a question. Okay. Go ahead. So I went to the Apple store and apparently you can buy a smart drinking bottle from there. And there's an app associated with it. And I wanted to find out if anyone has tried it or know about it because I had a little medical issue and the doc said, I need to be drinking lots of water. Okay, so this, so did you get it? Uh, <laughs> no, I looked at it contemplated it and then I wanted to do a little bit of reading to see you know how easy it's accessible this Terry go ahead Terry I I don't know about the 
drinking water bottle, though I did read that such a thing exists, but there is an app, I believe it's a paid app that will remind you, it's like drink minder or something like that. It's, uh, um, this is oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let Terry finish. And, okay. And it, that's what it does is it re you, it allows you to set reminders at specific times of the day, however many, many times you want uh, for reminding you to get a drink. Oh. And you can also put in there how much it'll, it'll also tell you, um, how much fluid you've consumed. You can enter that information in there as well. Wow. Okay, Janet had a comment? Um, it's called uh, Water mi water Minder Registered. Okay, wow. It's like a water reminder and it, it is paid. I think it's like, oh, I forget what I paid for it. Five bucks, I think, four ninety nine something like that. Yeah. Sounds yeah. right, yep. This is Shri. Okay, Shri. Was it easily accessible? Did it? Uh... Yeah, this is this is Janet. Yes, uh -huh. it's, it's easily accessible, and you and you just follow the prompts. You have to put in your 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 height or your weight or whatever, so it can determine how many glasses of uh, liquid you need to drink or you know whatever. Hmm. Great, thank you. You're welcome. This is Vincent. Okay, Vincent. Uh, yes, I have not downloaded any app for water drinking. However, uh, part of the unusual behavior of my phone is that it 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 tells me things that it all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it says TikTok. Out of nowhere, it says start drinking. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And yesterday or day before or something. Uh, uh, my wife was, uh, uh, we were listening to a podcast or something. The video was turned off and all of a sudden the video came on. I, any, any. Well, the important question is when it said start drinking, what did you do? What did you start drinking, Vento? I, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, I was in the middle of, I don't know, maybe reading messages or uh, okay. mail That or was what everybody was. wanted to know. What did you start drinking? Okay. All right. And how much of it? He claims that he was drinking water. Okay. All right. So anybody, any thoughts about what is going on with Vincent? Um, this is Janet Gremlins. Grab woods, okay. This is Tree. Go ahead, Tree. Do you have your hand washing um, enabled? Nope. Do you have an Apple Watch? Nope. This is Mo with a question to Vincent. Okay, go. Um, does, when you get the notification, other than the action it's asking you to do, is it indicate what app is triggering that action? Like, is it telling you this is? What sort of nothing is? nothing the only thing that uh, siri mysterious voice tells me is start drinking or TikTok, or there was something else that uh, and it's not all the time it's sporadic but that's one of the reasons why i'm going to uh, find out where i'm going to stop sharing my feedback stopping uh, apple to uh monitor you know whatever it is that i do uh i i don't know that conspiracy theory okay. uh, this is mo with a suggestion I, I think very important to someone and uh, who's very powerful and uh, they want to look out for your health 
yeah, this is anybody other any other thoughts for Vincent? I had one more thought. Um, have you? I mean, this may be obvious, but have you checked your notifications? You know, like, uh, can you go to like? Do you have the TikTok app on your phone? Because I no, was I getting don't. a lot. You don't? No, I oh. don't. Oh wow. Okay, that's. Yeah, I, mean, I don't have the drinking app. I don't have the TikTok uh, uh, app. <laughs> I do use. I, I stopped using Twitter uh, many years ago. I do not use Facebook. Again, part of the conspiracy theory. Okay. Uh, uh, so. All right. Let's see. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Have you taken a look at your privacy settings and see if there's anything that's that you've turned on that you may not want to have turned on? I'm going to. I'm going to look back in, in, into that because I haven't checked that in a while. So now, as I'm doing the uh, up, up, uh, the update on the iOS, I'm going to check my private settings and uh, see if there was anything maybe in one of the upgrades that changed. Because I know that several times when there has been an update, uh, items uh, that I had uh, checked or unchecked, all of a sudden they uh, uh, they come back in a different way. I mean. If they were unchecked, now they are checked and vice versa. So I am going to double check that now. Okay. Well, let us know after you do that. See if you keep getting these weirdos. That's pretty weird. But if I'm not Ready? at the Friday night movies, you know why. <laughs> okay. Because you started drinking. Okay. Go ahead, Jody. Yeah, I was going to say, not just under your privacy settings, but also under your Safari settings, you might want to check the tracking and privacy there too. That I have checked, and uh, uh, it is uh, uh, indeed no no tracking, no fooling around, no nothing. Then I clear my history all the time, and uh, I have VPN for Firefox and things like that. Okay, it's a gremlin. Yeah, I think that's. I think she was right. Alice was right. Terry. Okay, Terry, have you checked your um, your notifications to? see what's in there in case for whatever reason you're getting notifications in there that would because if they will come up in voiceover and say what they are but they just remain in your notifications if you have it set for that i'm going to double check that because i, I usually when i get uh, notifications i know it's a notification from x y or z or whatever but this one is like nothing out of the blue out of nowhere, it comes in, and I cannot track it. I cannot trace it. Okay. All right. Very strange. Good luck. Tell us what happens next week. Okay. Okay. All right. We have a few more minutes. So, who has it? Go ahead, Jody. Yeah. Does anybody know of an hourly chime app that works? I mean, I used to have one that worked great, but then, you know, as they updated the phone, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, Marty. Is, oh, Janet. Go ahead. This is Janet from Colorado. Um. Um, talking dash timer is an hourly time map, or you okay. can do the West or the Westminster's. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. This is Herbie. Herbie. So the next question though really is, okay, do they work now with iOS 15? Because that was a problem in the past. Yes. Yes. This okay. is Janet. Yes. They work with iOS 15. All okay. Right. Thank you, Janet. Good question, Jody. Okay. Uh, yes, because I think in the past, I think we, uh, Marty was asking about, we, like every time it went off, it was giving you a notification. It was really 
you yeah, ended like up with too. like all these notifications. Um, this like, this yeah. is Janet. You uh-huh. you can go and you can go and turn those off. Okay. You turn right. everything off, but you leave the sound the sound on and your notifications. Uh, okay. Very good. And that talking timer is paid or free or um paid. Okay. The, the ninety nine cents or a dollar. it's worth it okay thank you janet okay who's next new question terry go ahead terry um i was trying to find uh for a friend my uh, the setting in whatsapp on the phone that would allow the person to um set their whatsapp setting so that people couldn't join um, unless they were given permission, but I cannot find that anywhere on the phone now. And I don't know if if that's not, it's a kind of a specific WhatsApp question, but it has to do with the phone. That's the reason I'm asking it, but if it's not appropriate for here, I apologize. Okay. Anybody WhatsApp users uh, trying to restrict who can join on WhatsApp? Kind of simplified. Anybody? This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead. So you're trying to fix it so that somebody can't, like, you know, somebody can't just add you to a group without your permission. Is that what you're trying Correct. to do? That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know. There's ever, has there ever been a way to prevent that? Because I have yes. never really. For the, for the past year. Yes. Because I know you can restrict groups themselves, like who's admins and stuff, but I've never seen a way of. No. So, so it wouldn't be in like setting, like the settings tab or whatever. It's supposed to be, but I can't find it now. And they've done a lot of updates. And so. Right. Yeah, but it well, was there. Okay, I'll take a quick look. But yeah. All right. Thank you, Herbie. All right, Terry Ann, we will. Let's see if we may have to table that one for next week. Okay. This is Tree. Go ahead, Tree. Just um, anyone that's running 15.5, I just want to ask if anyone's seen any benefits with voiceover or anything that caused a problem? This is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Just did the update a little while ago. Haven't really spent that much time with it, but I have noticed that I've uh, sent a couple of uh, text messages, and I have noticed that when I initiate dictation, it's got some hang-up, and... um, it doesn't seem to respond to a two finger double tap to stop the dictation. But again, I've only done that two or three times now. So I'm going to give it more time, see if it's really an issue or if it's OE. So we'll see. Okay. Thanks, Brad. This is Herbie. Go ahead. Okay, Terry, I have an answer for you. I think. Okay, go quick. So in settings, account, and privacy, you can adjust who can add you to groups. Awesome. Very good, Herbie. Thank you. Good luck, Terry. Terry, I I thought I looked in there, but I'll check again. 
Okay. Thanks. All right. Okay. With that, we will be ending. We are come to the end of our meeting. Stephen, thank you so much for You're helping very us welcome. facilitate tonight. And uh, let's see. Uh, we had a lot of great questions, and we are so grateful for everybody's participation. Good questions and all your help in answering. And that's what this is all about. Real quick recap. So go what let's go. What tomorrow is Clubhouse with the Mac Buzz from five to six. Wednesday, Android Insight from seven to eight thirty on Zoom. And then iBug Crecky Talk on Thursday from eight to nine thirty. When uh, Friday is iBug Night at the Virtual Movies at the movie that nobody has ever heard of called A Room with a View. It is a pretty, you know, it's actually won three Oscars and it's a pretty famous movie by E.M. Forster. It's a, it's a not based on a novel. So stick around for that at 8 p.m. on Friday. And then on iBug Saturday, iBug Apple Workshop, and that's when we're going to have our 11th anniversary celebration and the big drawing of the Apple gift card. Okay, that's a summary. And just remember, we did an awesome, uh, Herbie and uh, Her Shri and Herbie did an amazing cafe uh, yesterday talking about file sharing applications, talking about Dropbox and the native files app. And I believe that that has been uploaded. So def if you missed it, check it out. There's a lot of information. You may have to listen to it a couple of times because it's pretty deep, a lot of details. So with that, we are so thankful to them for their uh, preparation of that. So thank you guys. And with that, we are gonna end the meeting. Thank y'all and have a great week. Goodbye. Thank you.